This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. July's CPI report is out and is less than expected. A second U.S. deal suitor offers $10 billion and Argentina's government finally hit the panic button as it runs out of options and money. These are the top three headlines in this week's weekly business brief. First up, July's CPI report shows inflation gauge rose 3.2 percent less than expected, according to the CPI report. The consumer price index rose 3.2% from a year ago in July, a sign that inflation has lost at least some of its grip on the U.S. economy. Prices accelerated a seasonally adjusted 0.2% for the month in line with the Dow Jones estimate, the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported on Thursday. However, the annual rate was slightly below 3.3% forecast, though higher than June and the first increase in more than a year. Almost all of the monthly inflation increase came from shelter costs, which rose 0.4% and was up 7.7% from a year ago. Rents rose 0.4%. The BLS said more than 90, guys, 90% of the increase came from that category, which accounts for about one-third of the CPA weighing. The comparative tame inflation levels help raise worker pay. Real wages increased 0.3% on the month and were up 1.1% from a year ago, the BLS said on a separate release. However, more economists are beginning to expect the U.S. can avoid a recession despite the aggressive rate hikes Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, and J.P. Morgan Chase all recently had forecasts that a contraction is becoming less and less likely. Now, we're seeing that rents have gone up and that 90% of inflation is due to the cost of housing. Now, as interest rates continue to rise, I don't think we're going to see a slowdown in rents going up. Think about this just logically. As investors buy more properties and they have to pay higher payments on their debt, that means they're gonna it's going to come from somewhere and it's going to get put on the residents. Now, unless a slew of inventory hits the market for vacancies and rentals. And then and only then do I see that particular category of rent and housing softening some more. Next up, Esmark becomes a second U.S. deal suitor with a $10 billion offer, reported the Financial Times. Esmark, a privately held industrial group, said it had made an all-cash offer to buy U.S. deal for about $10 billion, including debt, becoming the second company in two days to announce a bid. James Bichard's family-controlled group said on Monday it had offered to buy the U.S. deal for $35 per share, although it did not give any details on how it plans to finance the deal or names of investment banks and law firms advising it on the bid. The move by Smart comes a day after U.S. deal rejected a $35 per share cash and stock offer bid from Cleveland Cliffs, the largest North American producer of flat rolled steel. Man, can you believe this? A $10 billion deal. That is crazy. $10 billion, guys. 10 billion. That's a thousand million ten times. 
just just can you wrap your brain around that that a company is worth that much money people close to the company stressed that the u.s deal was not putting itself up for sale and added that ultimately it might remain independent north american steel companies have undergone a wave of consolidation in recent years dominated by four players cleveland cliffs u.s steel nucor and steel dynamics lastly reported by yahoo finance after years of trying to avoid currency devaluation that would add soaring inflation and reduce its popularity with voters. On Monday, it did just that. The move was an admission by President Alberto Fernandez that his administration had run out of options and money to defend the unsustainable exchange rate after suffering a stinging defeat in a crucial primary election on Sunday. Wow, elections on Sunday. Different, right? The 18% devaluation takes the official pesos rate to 350 pesos per dollar exchange compared to 287 per dollar on Friday and comes with another huge hike in the central bank's key interest rate. It was lifted 21 percentage points to 118%. The drastic decision will do little to calm investors with Argentine assets slumping since the stronger than expected performance on Sunday by libertarian candidate Javier Millet, who wants to dollarize the economy and abolish the central bank. Now, if they dollarize the economy, that's actually good for the dollar, right? Because the dollar gets more strength. And as you may or may not be aware, you have the BRICS countries, Brazil, China, Russia, I think India, and they want to create their own dollars and Saudi Arabia and um, get rid of the dollar and they're attacking the dollar. This happening, this president taking the Argentinian new president, taking their means of exchange to dollar actually to dollars actually helps the dollars, in my opinion. Do you think what is currently happening in Argentina will be coming soon in a theater near us here in the U.S.? Let me know what you think and let's discuss in the comments below. And this has been your weekly business brief. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF. Brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet Premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.